this, everybody. It is episode number seven of season two of the Christmas Countdown Show. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Eric Peterson. I'm here with my very good buddy, Danny Jordan. Ah. We got Chris Sisley coming to us live from Brooklyn. We are here in sunny Southern California, but it is a good day today, Danny. That's a great day. It is a great day because while this episode will air on November 7th, mm-hmm. essentially a week from now, Yep. today, today. proper, for the, the truth, the reality that you and I are currently living we are in, sitting in, yes, it is November 1st, which means... It is officially Christmas season. <laughs> the there holiday is, season is it's here. It's here. There is no more shame. No. If you are listening to Christmas music, you can start putting those decorations up. Yeah, baby. The, the, every store, every commercial will now lean into Christmas. Halloween is done. It was a great Halloween. How was your Halloween? Was it good? My Halloween was fine. Yeah, good. whatever. That's uh, how I always feel about yeah. Halloween. That's fine. I, I will say, actually, uh, as far as Halloweens go, you know, I'm sure a lot of us who are a part of this Christmas countdown crew, you know, maybe Halloween's not the number one sure. holiday on our list. It's Christmas. Let, let's mm-hmm. be honest with ourselves. That's why we're all here. But, you know, I will say, so last year we tried to take our daughter Emerson trick-or-treating. She just turned three. We did one house and she was like, I want to go home. I'm done. I'm done. We got like one house in. This year we did like a good solid like two blocks. Nice. And she filled up that, you know, orange plastic pumpkin thing all the way to full. We encountered many houses that were giving away full sized candy. Is that full sized candy bar? You is know, that, I think it's more? a thing when you rich. You know, when, when you're rich, when are you, you rich. what are you trying to say? About, I don't live. <laughs> well, I, no, I'm saying like the people that are giving it out. Uh, okay, are yes. Trying to show like we rich. We got a little money. We got yeah, some money because yeah. there's always the neighborhood that we go to. There's like yeah. one or two houses that give out the full candy bars, okay. but every kid it's sp- it spreads like wildfire. They're like, yeah. Did you go over to Radford? They're giving out <laughs> full candy bars. Three houses down, you gotta go. Oh, I love yeah. that. Yeah, I I felt like a kid all over again. Yeah, because I the first house we went to, she was walking up to the door, and I could see her through the screen with like a box, and I was and I said out loud, I was like full size. <laughs> like I was like I felt like I was a child all over again because i remember being a kid and just like you knew those houses yes that were famous for to giving out like the full-size candy bar and the lady said she goes she goes best house in the neighborhood and Absolutely. i was like clearly uh but we had a great time i have a question yeah. for you about halloween while yeah. this is not a halloween podcast mm-hmm. but since it was just last it night, it was last night yep what is your feeling on the dad tax oh in terms of you getting candy absolutely well here's the thing I am not a huge sweets person. Sure. Uh, and it turns out my daughter Emerson, not huge into sweets either. She likes lollipops, but does not like chocolate at all. I tried to get her so hyped on Reese's peanut butter cups right. last night. I was because she got a full size sure. pack. And I was like, Do you know what's inside These those? Are the she goes, candy. What? And I go, peanut butter. She goes, There's peanut butter inside. Oh my gosh, mommy, mommy, yeah. guess what's inside of here? And <laughs> so I was like, Okay, you can have one piece before bed. Right. And I gave her one of like the single ones. She took a bite and she goes, it's chocolate. (laughs) And she literally spit it into my hand. Wow. Yeah. So in terms of tax, like I feel like I'm like Britain. I can just take whatever I want back in the 1700s, you know, maybe at some point she'll revolt. My kids last night were, they were aware that the dad tax was coming because I have, I've told them there are certain things that are certain in this life. Okay. Dad tax, death. 
and real taxes. And real taxes. <laughs> Those are the three things that are guaranteed. Yeah. And so, like, one of the candies that I love is Milk Duds. Ooh. And so my kids were like, I made sure to grab some Milk Duds just for Aww. the dad tax. And I was like, I appreciate that. That's guys. very kind. But then they tried to say, this is all you get. And I was like, no, no, no. The dad tax is a rolling tax. This is a rolling this tax. Is a rolling tax. It's, well, this is like a balloon mortgage. Absolutely. Yeah. And it really is one of those things where, like, it's it's up to the dad. It's his prerogative. So sometimes, you know, depending on how the national debt is in his life, right. you know, maybe he's taken more this yeah. year. Maybe he's not. But That's true. This dad... Took quite a few. Took, last some, night. took some tax I last took, night. Took you, tax the tax man night. was collecting <laughs> last night. Man, totally. Uh, I will say it was very exciting. So my daughter and I went through all her candy. I love how we're like, we're not a Halloween podcast, <laughs> and it's Christmas. Let's spend ten minutes talking about Halloween. <laughs> but you know, we organized all of her candy sure. last night. I I never done that before. Like I never that, did that. My kids I, do that too, though. I did that as a kid because I wanted to separate out my faves. Sure. Like Three Musketeers, Butterfingers. Those, you know, because you'd get together with like your buddy or your yeah. friend afterwards, you trade candy. Yeah, totally. And I'm like, these are off limits. Almond Joy, take them. You can have them. all of those. Yeah. Uh, Almond Joy's got nuts and uh, coconut. Right. And yes. I'm not coconuts for coconuts. Yes, absolutely. So going through the candy last night, it got me thinking like, is there any sort of correlation between the candy I like at Halloween mm -hmm. And the candy that I like having in my stocking mm. at Christmas. I would think so. Yeah. I mean, your candies are your candies. Right. Right. Like for me, I love the Milk Duds. I love um, Skittles, Sour Skittles. Taste the rainbow. Starburst, Mambas, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Yeah. I'm just trying to tell you don't discriminate. everybody right. listening. Just if you want to send me something, You're this like, is what I want. Hershey's Crunch, Hershey's, yeah. 100 All, Grand. Yeah, yeah. Literally 93 candies. Basically, yes, yes. But yes. I feel like there are certain candies that are more synonymous with, with Christmas? Christmas, I think. Yeah. Like, I, I think Reese's when I think Christmas. Yeah, well, definitely in the trees. Right. If you get the Reese's trees. Totally. Um, my family also always seems to get in our stockings. Uh, lifesaver, like chewy lifesavers, uh, yeah. but they sell these little like books. Right. So it looks like a little mini novel, and you open it up, but then there's like a one page story and some lifesavers. And tons of lifesavers. And tons of lifesavers. But lifesavers, not a big Halloween candy. No, you never get lifesavers. There was not Halloween. a single lifesaver. Yeah. I feel like there's certain candies that come out at Halloween sure. that I don't see at Christmas. Sure. Like l last night, my daughter got a fruit roll up. Interesting. She also that got. That sounds to me like a house that was like, oh, uh, shoot, what do we got in the. It's Halloween. <laughs> Babe, what do we got in the pantry? We also got like those like little Nella wafer cookies okay. from one house. Yeah. And we got a lot of fruit snacks. A lot of fruit snacks. People trying to be healthier for the kids. I appreciate that. Yeah. Totally appreciate that. A lot of kids are allergic to nuts. Sure. Totally get it. But I do feel like maybe, maybe Halloween. Halloween offers more of like a cornucopia of candy. Yeah. Where in like Christmas, you know, you got your lifesavers, sure. you got your Reese's, your candy canes, candy canes. Yeah. You know, like I feel like those are those are the things that you can depend on. Yes. Uh, on Christmas, but but it was a nice Halloween, and and the greatest thing that came with Halloween is that Halloween left. That's right. And now the holidays are here. I tried to start a new tradition. What's with last which was night? What? I after our kids went to bed. Uh huh. Uh, I was like, I'm going to start a new holiday tradition this year. Every night on Halloween, moving forward, henceforth, I'm going to watch The Nightmare Before Christmas. I was, as a that's nice, a nice little like chapter turn. Yeah, I zoned out about 15, 20 <laughs> minutes in. I, I don't well, know what it is. It's hard after a night of trick-or-treating. Yeah. It's true, but I, the movie doesn't feel Christmassy to me. You know, you know, can I say, some people may not like this. Ooh. I 
I'm not a huge fan of it. I realized that last night too. My kids kind of like it. They don't love it, but they kind of like it. But I just never, and I think it is because Halloween just has always been a like, eh, holiday to me. And so like the goth stuff and the vampires and the dead and the cemeteries, like it just, it's just not my bag, you know? No, not at all. Not at all. And, you know, they kidnap Santa Claus. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm sure there's more to the story. I realized as I was watching it, quote unquote, last night as I was scrolling through my phone, you know, managing our social media pages, which if you're not following us already on socials, please make sure you do so. We are at Christmas Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter. That's at XmasPod is our Twitter handle. And now... Da, 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 da. YouTube. YouTube. You can, we are, we now have a handle. We are at Christmas Countdown Show on YouTube. We are on the socials. Yes. And, you know, I was, I was sitting there trying to watch, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas last night. And it just wasn't happening yeah. for me. And as we learned last year when we were talking about Christmas specials, you just can't force, can't force your special. love, you know? It and either, I think a, a special is, it grips you quickly. Mm-hmm. It puts its hooks in you. Yep. Or it doesn't. Yeah. You know, one of the ones that my family likes to watch is Spookily the Square Pumpkin. We watched that. I've never even heard of this. <laughs> it's like, it's a very like low, I don't want to say low quality, but it's like, it looks grainy. Let's okay. put it that way. All right. Um, it's a like a Halloween special that's on Netflix. Really? So we watch Spookily the Square Pumpkin every year. They have a Spookily the Square Pumpkin Christmas special that we've not really? watched yet. But we'll have to check that that's out. That's fun. Yeah. Speaking of Christmas, so over the weekend, I went shopping. I went shopping. Great. Love that. But uh, for myself. I'm I'm proud of you. (laughs) That's good. I bought my first new shirt that I remember buying in like the last three years. And I'm wearing it. It looks great on you. It looks great on you. I was like, I need a plaid. Buffalo plaid. I was like, I need a new shirt for our show. Sure. Because last year, you know, like we were in our garages. If I wore the same shirt from time to time, whatever. But I'm trying to step it up. Now we got video. We got video happening everywhere. So my daughter, Emerson, actually picked this shirt out for me. We were walking and like Macy's in my town is really, I don't know, their selection is that's another conversation from another time but she's like daddy what about that one i was like yes that looks good what about that one <laughs> and i was at first i was like oh it's a dress shirt usually these are very boxy and they sure. look like crap on me but i bought it it's the brand uh it is uh uh something club club uh club room club room mm-hmm. yeah I don't know, club something i don't know club <laughs> here's what's so funny about this statement yeah. you're saying that this is the first shirt that you've bought in three years probably yeah I bet that I have purchased <laughs> 30 shirts in the last two months. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, my God. I have a shopping problem. <laughs> I have a major, major shopping problem. It just is so funny to me, the the chasm between our two shopping experiences. Uh, but that I'm, I'm very happy for you. And frankly... If you're not following my fashion Instagram, <laughs> follow at the portly gentleman, all one word, the portly gentleman. Yes. Is my fashion Instagram where I'm trying to eventually it's not as upkept as I'd like it to be. But <laughs> my big push in that social account is to get guys to realize that you can dress cool mm-hmm. and you can get into fashion and it doesn't have to be like well, I'm wearing Versace and, and Gucci <laughs> off the runway. Like you can go to Target or, yeah. or Macy's or whatever and find cool stuff and you can wear it and put it together and 
the right ways and with contrast. That's a whole other thing. We'll save that for a, d- a different podcast. You know, as I was getting dressed this morning, this shirt, the, my one gripe is it's a little long. Sure. I don't like shirts that are super long. I like fitted shirts. Sure. This one is not so much that, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to try tucking it in. Sure. I don't usually tuck my shirts in. Sure. I'm not a tuck shirt guy. But when I tucked my shirt in today and I looked at myself in the mirror, I was like, I look like I just stepped out of a Hallmark Channel movie. You do. <laughs> you do, definitely, especially with the boots. Yeah. And you look as if you're about to... Let me see. I'm going to create a scene of what Danny is. <laughs> Danny looks like... He looks like the like third grade teacher at the school <laughs> who like... They're like, oh, it's Mr. Jordan. Everybody loves Mr. Jordan because he always like does like puzzles with us before we start our day or yeah. something like that. He's got like he's into puzzles. And then and he he Mr. walks Jordan out of the school. Funny. Yeah. And he sees um, his old high school flame who's since moved to the big city. Yes. And and she's like, Mr. Jordan. And he's like, don't call me Mr. Jordan. It's Danny. <laughs> and then they go for a Wait, nice Was she stri- one of my students? <laughs> Okay. You're right. Rewind that. Okay. Not she says Danny. Oh. And you say it's Mr. Jordan. <laughs> and then we go to commercial. And then you go to commercial, but then yeah. when you come back, you're wearing exactly this outfit yep. and walking down a main street with a light misting of snowflakes. Do I have a scarf on, you think? No. Okay. No. Just this with maybe a vest, like a puffy vest. Oh, yeah. I could see yeah. I could see Mr. Jordan doing that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I looked at myself in the mirror, I was like, oh my gosh. I am so on brand. It's great right now for Hallmark Channel, and it was very fitting, Eric, because getting in the car this morning. Did you turn on SiriusXM this morning by chance? I surely did. And what did you find? What greeted you on this November first? This November first, as we said, the season is here. It has begun. SiriusXM now is offering their holiday channels. They have twenty. Channels wow. by our count as of today on November 1st. There may be more coming. We don't know. We don't know. But as of right now, you have 20 selections. And among those selections, yes. you have a great channel, Channel 105, which is the Sirius XM Hallmark Channel Radio. Yes. Which is playing the hits night and day until Christmas time, I'm assuming. And maybe a little bit beyond. Maybe even beyond, which is great. How long do you think that holiday radios should play Christmas music on like over the air radios. While Sirius is kind of like they can be very niche. So they, they could play they want, yeah. 365 days a year. Right. But like when you hear Christmas music on the radio the radio proper, how long do you think it should go past Christmas? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, you know, cuz here in LA we have Coast 103.5, Coast which is your your home for the holidays. So good. It's so good. I think they switch back on like the 26th. Which sort of goes back to what we were talking about in some of our previous episodes about, you know, Christmas traditions and Dutch Christmas where the 25th and 26th is Christmas. Why are we in such a rush? To end it. To end it. Like, why not just let it go? I agree. Be like Elsa and let it go go. until it should go until December 31st. I agree. Can we start a petition? Yes. That Christmas goes until New Year's Eve. Yes. I'm fair with like, I'm okay with letting at New Year's Eve, new holiday, Starting a new year. Okay, that's fine. But we should not eliminate Christmas from the 26th through the 31st. I mean, what are we going to celebrate otherwise? Maybe we should start a hashtag, save the week after Christmas. (laughs) Because it's being ruined by people who are Grinches. I don't know. Do you think the reason that, you know, maybe we turn the page so quickly is because we're starting to celebrate the holidays 
sort of earlier and earlier? Sure. I think, yes. I think that, sadly, we live in a somewhat cynical world, Mm. right? And I think that because those of us that are non-cynical are excited to start the holiday celebrations so early, as in today, November 1st, if not (laughs) earlier. And so the cynical amongst us, I think, sometimes feel that like, okay, we did it. It's Christmas. It's over. Let's move on. Right. Yeah. So I think that's what it is. But also, again, what are you going to move on to? Nobody does anything between December 26th and January 1st. Play with your gifts. Yeah. So, like, why not just let it go? Again, take some advice from Elsa, Queen of Arendelle. We must. We must take advice from her. She's got Um, wise, wise words. Can I tell you something that happened this morning? I would love that is a total non sequitur, but it was just (laughs) insane. Okay. Just. Completely insane. We have a possum in our backyard that we're trying to catch and relocate because okay. we have a small dog and we don't want the possum to like fight. Is the relocate dog. like a fancy word? A code word? No, no, no. That terminate. is uh, no. That is true. Okay. The the we hired a company. And they brought out two large cages to catch the possum, okay. but they they don't hurt them. It's just a door that is pressurized. Once they go into the back of this like cage, the door drops. Okay. Um, and then they come and pick it up. They bring it to a forest and they say, "Run free." Nice. Um. So we've had the the cages out for like three or four days. Haven't caught anything. Okay. This morning, about 6.30 in the morning, I hear outside my window a little like, (laughs) you know, like the sound of little gremlins. And I was like, that is an animal. And I could hear it like bumping up against metal. I was like, I think we caught something. And I was hoping it was the possum. I go out there this morning, not a possum. Whoa. In fact, it was a very large raccoon in one of the cages. Then I go over to the second cage. His buddy, another raccoon, is in the other cage. So now I have no possum, but two raccoons caught in cages in my bag. It was like a husband and wife situation, maybe? I do think they were a team. Okay. I think a team or a family or whatever. Um, But I called the place, and we're like, hey, we caught two raccoons, not the possum, but like, what should we do? And they're like, well, we can come pick it up, but it's uh, $200 to remove the raccoon. What? And I'm like, what? Did they tell you that before they dropped the cages? They did kind of say, like, if you catch a cat or a raccoon, you could let it out because we will have to charge you if we have to come pick it up. Whereas, like, the possum is already, like, in the deal of Mm. the rental. Anyways, they told me how to let them go. So I had to go and pick up the cage and then sort of, like, tilt it to the side once and then tilt it to the side another time. And then I have to stick my foot in, press the, like, lever that drops the door. But when I went up to grab the first cage... I'm going very slowly. I'm like, hey, Mr. Raccoon, how you doing? I'm they gonna get you, well. I'm going to get you out of yeah. here. No worries. Not going to hurt you. <laughs> and as I'm walking up, he's kind of looking at me, and he's starting to, like, hiss. Did you know that raccoons hissed? He was like. <laughs> and then yes. as. You know how I know? How? From Elf. Yes. You need a hug? Yes. Yeah. That's exactly yes. it. So uh, I go, and I'm like, I'm just about to grab the cage, and the, the handle is right on the top, right? Yeah. And I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. And just as I'm about to grab the handle, the raccoon was like, <laughs> and he starts like biting up at me. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is terrifying. And did his friend start making noise no, too? No, his other friend was very docile. Oh, okay. He was, I think, like, whoa, Steve, settle down. Calm it down, Steve. Yeah. This is not how we're supposed to do we, this. We, like, if we, we talked about this. Here, we got to be chill, man. <laughs> be chill. And so I eventually was able to lift it up, and I, I released both of them, and, wow. and they ran free. But hopefully, what we'll a catch wild the morning you've it had! It was a wild, truly wild morning. I had a similar experience with my four-year-old, <laughs> but she was not caught in a cage. She was just walking around being four. 
screaming, but that's a story for another for another, another time. Um, yeah. So I wanted to share something else that happened to me. Yes. Like you know, the holiday season. It we say that it feels like it's here, and it's like. It feels like there's magic in the air. Mm-hmm. The music is playing on Sirius XM. I've got a new holiday shirt. And this morning, as I was drinking my coffee, reading a book to my one-year-old, my wife comes out with a gift bag. Mm. First gift of the holiday season. Whoa. And it was a twofer. Mm. And I knew what one of them... For you? For me. Wow. I know, right? And I knew what one of them was going to be because I accidentally spoiled it. Surprise, but it wasn't intentional. We were at Target the other day, and I because you said you had gone to Target and yes. got the you know Vince Guaraldi yes, yeah, record. The, the record I, yeah. So I, we were there the other day. I was like, hey, let's pop down this aisle, and I found it. Uh-huh. My wife's like, maybe don't buy that. Maybe wait, what was it? It was the Charlie Brown Christmas oh, Charlie Brown vinyl. Christmas. Yeah. yeah, she was okay. like, maybe maybe wait three days. Can you just wait three days? <laughs> and I was like, but what if I want it right now? Right. And she goes, maybe you could just wait three days. <laughs> And so I did. Yes. And this morning I got two new vinyl records, nice. one of which was the Charlie Brown Christmas yes. album with the gold metallic yeah, front. Yeah. So nice. Uh, and then I got J.D. McPherson socks on nice! vinyl. Oh, my god! Isn't that cool? Where did Lynn find it? She Walmart. Walmart.com. Oh, going to have to run there right after this? Yeah, run to your phone. I will. It, I don't think they had it in the store. Oh, she had ordered it. it she ordered it online. But it was because I'd already been looking at it on eBay because, spoiler alert, I wanted to buy a copy for you. Mm, I like that. Because I felt so bad. That I didn't have a copy. Yeah. Well, that I saw it at Best Buy last year. Yes, I remember And I that. sent you a photo, and I didn't buy it. Yeah. So I've been like on the sly looking at eBay, trying to get you a copy, and now I've just that. spoiled your first <laughs> Christmas gift of the season. You'll just have to give me another one. But I will. I'll get you two. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's you another gift. Is that what you're <laughs> Wow, that should be a new, be a new Christmas saying, rule. I was saying, if you spoil the gift, I still get that gift, but then you also have to give me something. I love that as a new rule for Christmas. <laughs> if I guess the twelve things you got me, yep, you have to give me twelve sp- more things. Yeah, plus those twelve. It's like, yes, it's <laughs> totally. If you can guess what your presents are, and you are correct, the the giver has to be like, all right, you guessed it, and they must replace said gift. Just because you guessed it doesn't mean that you... What if you guess it wrong? Do they return it to the store and they get... So it's a gamble. You have to choose. I can either guess what it is, and if I'm correct, I get said gift and a replacement, but if I guess and I'm wrong... Gift goes back oh to the store. Oh my gosh. That is a fun way to make Christmas. But a bit gift more goes fun. back to the store and I get the credit I get the gift card. Sure. Wow. I like that. Oh man. This, this would needs, make what would we call that? Like the, the, the Christmas roulette? Yeah. It does sound like Christmas roulette. I like that. I like that. I love this so much. Maybe that's the compromise we've been looking for when I talk about this like family grab bag yes. thing. Is that's a way to get more gifts. I like that. Anyway, Eric, I you know, our show is so much fun. You and I get together here every week and we chat about the holidays and now we're in it. But we also have this incredible community of people. Yes. Who have found this show from legitimately all corners of the world. Yeah. 175 plus countries have checked in to the Christmas Countdown crew. Crazy. Our Patreon is growing. We've got the most massively married community in the world, which if you want to be a part of, you can easily do that by clicking the link in the liner notes. Um, and also now you can subscribe on Spotify and Apple. And on Apple. Yeah. yeah so if you don't want to be on Patreon, no worries. But you, but want, if you get, want the content. You want the bonus episodes. All you have to do is click that subscribe button. Yes. Boom, you're getting it. 
But one of the cool things that I think has come out of this show is is that people have reached out to us mm-hmm. and they are constantly sharing with us what our show means to them. Some people do it as reviews mm-hmm. on Apple. Some people send us DMs on social media. Some people, in this person's case, send us emails. Mm. Now, I read this email already, but I want to share it with you and I want you to read this, okay? Oh, this great. So let's... Uh, for the for the privacy of this person, let's just call them M. Great. Okay. All right. This is an All email right. we received over the weekend. I feel as if I'm about to cry, but yeah. let's see. Here we, go. Here we go. All right. So this is from M, and they say, Hi, Eric and Danny. I'm M. I am 11 years old, and I'm obsessed with your show. I feel like I may use too many exclamation points in this email, but who cares? <laughs> That's a great start to the email. I love that. I started listening probably in November or December of last year, just looking for things to really get me in the Christmas spirit, and I was immediately hooked. I've always been in love with Christmas, the decorations, the food, the feelings, everything. It really is the most wonderful time of the year. In fact, I'm listening to Christmas music while writing this to you right now. I'm just so happy to have you two goofballs to listen to year-round and be a part of my Christmas season. I have you guys playing in my room whenever I can. If anyone asks what I'm doing, I reply with listening to my Christmas podcast. Yes, I call it my Christmas podcast. (laughs) I love your silly banter and all the tangents you go off on. Talk about onions. Am I right? (laughs) And they spelled it U-N-G-I-O-N-S. Of course, they got it. Uh, It's great to have two people that love Christmas as much as I do that I can almost talk to. Some background about me. Again, I'm 11 years old. I feel like such a youngster while typing this. Oh, my God. (laughs) Just a cool little tidbit about me. I live in Hoboken, New Jersey, which, yes, is the birthplace of Frank Sinatra. Since I live here, I'm super close to New York. I'm right across from Manhattan. Because of this, New York at Christmas time is part of my Christmas life. My parents don't put the Christmas decorations up and start celebrating Christmas until after Thanksgiving. But no, I'm not listening under my covers hiding from them. (laughs) (laughs) This was so much longer than expected, kind of like your episodes. (laughs) Anyway, I just wanted to say that I love your show and I really appreciate you guys. Love from your biggest fan from Yeet Bop Bangin' Crowd. Um, That is just so delightful right uh, clearly a fan because she had a lot of great references to past episodes and right? past seasons oh my gosh. um and we just you know uh to you m we'll just call you m if you're listening we're assuming that you are thank you so much for that review and for that email and merry christmas to you we're hoping that you're having a great holiday season so far I just, I love that. You know, I, again, you know, we talk about this all the time on the show that when we started this little old Christmas podcast in our garages, you know, we didn't know who'd be listening yeah. to this. And I definitely didn't think that our fans would range from like 11 to like 80s, yeah. you know, like it's just wild. The, the span of, of age, of demographic, um, location, it's just yeah. location, you know, geographically speaking, like it's just, it's incredible. Um, and, and it always it makes me so happy. It makes Eric and myself so happy that when we get these messages and you share with us what our show means to you, yeah. like that, th- you know, I say this all the time when people will DM us on, on social media is that like you, you guys mean just as much to us as like our show means yeah. to you. And and we really do think of this as like a family. We are a family and we all love Christmas and this is this thing that we can all escape to 
together yeah. and, and lean into like this thing that we love. And I think, so you know, as we were just saying earlier, we, we do live in a cynical world, yeah. right? And what we're trying to bring to you with this podcast is some sense of just unbridled positivity and joy. Yeah. Because I think that that is what makes the holidays so special and why those of us who really just really dig Christmas lean into it is because it is a time of positivity and joy and laughter and all the good things in life. 100%. And I love that it feels like we've captured that. Yeah. Which I is really, so. really cool. And we're going to keep trying yes. you know, to capture that you know, well well into the future. Absolutely. Um, but we do have another person who reached out. We'll, we'll do one more just sure. because you know, M had such a, you know, a, a really thoughtful email. This one is actually coming to us from one of our uh, fans on YouTube Ooh. who commented on one of our videos. This is from Shannon. Shannon wanted to say, I just wanted to let you guys know that your podcast really puts me in the Christmas spirit and always brightens my mood. Last year, I had some issues uh, calming down and getting to sleep at night, but then I found your podcast and it really helped. Thank you so much. Keep doing what you're doing. I love that. Thank you for that review. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I had trouble falling asleep last year, but as soon as I'd put on your podcast, I was Boom. out. I was out. It was so boring, I was <laughs> out. It's the only thing that could put Nothing me to sleep. says sleepy vibes like Eric screaming Merry Christmas Merry at the top Christmas. of his lungs and onions. Onions and Merry oh Christmas. Gosh, really? That's great. You think it's the Calm app? No. No, 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 no. no, you, no, no. you think it's pink noise, white noise, brown noise? No, you need some Christmas noise. That's right. And your That's ears. Right. That's what just suits You know, I actually yeah. found uh, a like Christmas sleep song or like playlist on mm. Spotify. I'll have to find it again. But it was literally like kind of uh not asmr but like it was like the sounds of like crackling fireplace and some light talking of people like kind of in indecipherable talking just like a small party kind of vibe and like a little bit of jazz playing it was very cool it was very it was put together very nicely that it was like you could sleep to this and it was so. good. Yeah, that's a that's a funny picture because it's almost like the person is like, I'm really not into Christmas parties. I just right. want to go to the other room and go to sleep. Go to sleep, and this is what it would sound like <laughs> the, for yes, them. Because that is, it sounds like the talking is like in the room next to you or yeah. something like that. Yeah, okay. you're like my my significant other. Gosh, they're always hosting Christmas. these parties. God, I'm just trying to get some sleep. But anyway, we appreciate the reviews so much. Yes. If you're listening right now and you're like, gosh, I have some words I would love to share with these massively married gentlemen, you can do that on Apple. Just leave us a review. Uh, you can also just rate us on Spotify or wherever else you're listening and then shoot us a DM. Or you can email us just like M did. Uh, we are Kringle at ChristmasCountdownShow.com. That's the best way to get in touch with us. And you could have your review Right on the show. There's also something really cool. I forgot about our Patreon. Mm -hmm. There's a certain level that if you join at, you actually get to have your top five or top ten read. read on the show. Yeah. So if you're like, oh, I have some thoughts about like my favorite movies or my sure. favorite foods or whatever, and you want to have the world, 175 plus countries listen, check out our Patreon. Yeah. Link in the episode notes. You could you could be a part of that and connect honestly with one of the most like jolly communities i've ever seen in the world our, our facebook group is uh, incredible we want to shout those people out eric hallmark channel yes is is just popping not just with the music but with the movies with the movies yeah. as we've been telling you all season long hallmark channel has new christmas movies every friday saturday sunday all the way until christmas there have been some great ones so far in fact i don't know if you watched this one yet but i watched over the weekend lights camera christmas Ooh, how was it 
So good. So charming. I racked up. It was one of my selections, so that's why I had to make sure that I watched it. Yeah. I only got 34 points. Ooh. Which I thought I would get more, especially after watching your uh, We Wish You a Married Christmas, and you got like 52 points or something like that. Yeah. I was expecting to be in the like 40s to 50s. Yeah. Only 34. I think it was just because there wasn't as many characters. It was kind of a smaller cast. Right. But so lovely, so enjoyable, just charming as heck. It was like basically the story is there's a small town uh, and there's this woman who's like trying to become a fashion designer and they come to uh, a a movie production studio comes to their small town to film a Christmas movie. Right. And they lose their costumer. And so she's like, I can be your costumer. And so (laughs) she like starts working on the movie and, and loves it and falls in love with the leading man from the movie. It's great. It's it's really good. I, I highly recommend it. So many movies yes. on Hallmark Channel. Yes. It's like, you know, with kids, you know, that thank God for DVR because yes. I can have these movies queued up for me. So, you know, Monday through Thursday, I got movies waiting yes. for me, which yes. I love. And speaking of waiting, there's more movies coming this weekend. Yes. This weekend, we have three new movies. On Friday, we have a movie called In Merry Measure. Ooh. On Saturday, we have one that we're very excited about called Royal Nanny. Which is very exciting. Royal Nanny. And the Royal Nanny. And then on Sunday, the 13th, we have Christmas at the Golden Dragon, which Ooh. also looks very cool. So check out Hallmark Channel to see those movies this weekend. And yeah. if you haven't seen the last few weekends, catch up. And also, in case you are unaware, we are doing the Hallmark Channel Fantasy Movie League. So thrilling. Um, where you can get your points. We have lots of places that you can find those point totals on our. Uh, Facebook page on our... We've got it everywhere. The best yeah. way, honestly, to get connected to it, because we have a Google form yes. doc that people have been submitting their teams. Great. So just email us. We will send you all of those details so you can join the league. And speaking of the league, Eric, Royal Nanny, one of your selections. How, how are you feeling? Share a little bit more about this movie so we know what to expect. Sure. Well, the logline for the movie, and those of you that aren't in the biz, <laughs> a logline is sort of, you know, the general plot of the movie. Yes. Uh, it says, MI5 agent Claire goes undercover as the royal nanny and must overcome the challenges of her assignment, like resisting the charms of Prince Colin <laughs> while keeping the family safe at Christmas. And it stars Rachel Scarston and Dan Genouette. Geno, Genoet. Okay, Genoet. It's Dan. It's Dan. Dan J. Not Dan, to be mistaken Dan with. Not this Dan J. Different Dan J. But no, I'm very excited about that because, as we said before, we love British things. Oh yeah, so fun. This is going to be super British, which we love that, and it gets me points for locations. Yeah. Um, I love the idea. I can picture it already. What the hijinks that will happen in this movie. And so I'm very uh, excited. And you're going to get lots of points for royal family. Lots of royals. Yeah. Because I think we had king, queen, prince, prince princess, princess. Yeah. And he's a prince. Yes. And if she's watching kids, that's got to be what that's his princesses. Like, princesses. Yeah. Yeah. Who are also their mother is a princess. Yes. Yeah. Dude. You know, it's funny <laughs> on lights, camera, Christmas this past weekend. Yeah. Um, one of the guy who plays like the movie star that the costumer falls in love with, yes. he's known as the King of Christmas. <laughs> and so I gave myself a point for Ooh. King because I was like, he's referred to many times as the King of Christmas. I was like, this is a king. I guess we didn't uh, specify we didn't whether it had to, to be, be like royal real blood. royalty or anyone who just refers to themselves as, sure. as the king. If Elvis is in a movie, that's a point. For you get king. a point. If uh, Mariah Carey is in a queen. movie, Boom. queen. Boom. Absolutely. Darlene Love also queen. considers herself queen. Anyway, lots of fun uh, all all season long yes. on Hallmark Channel. I'm I'm having a blast watching these movies. And what's really fun is you can actually just put the you know Hallmark Channel on on like 
Thursday afternoon just Christmas movies going on. Yeah. Not just new ones, but ones from the past as yeah. well. It's just all day long. If you're looking for that massively merry feel, which we know you are, yes. check out Hallmark Channel. And speaking of movies, yes, let's get into our countdown. We didn't even tell them what it was. Which we're going to tell you right now. This is a good one. I was <laughs> excited about this. I know we say that every week, like this is a good one, but this is a really good one, legitimately. This week, we are doing the top 10 lines from Christmas movies. This was so hard. Top 10 quotable lines from Christmas movies. Uh, this was hard. It was very hard. I mean, I got it down to 15. Okay. But... I had at least like six or seven more that were on my list. This was hard for me and for many reasons. One, I, I love quotes yeah. from movies. I'm one of those people, probably drives my close friends and family nuts, uh, but I love quoting movies all the time, yeah. like just in normal sure. everyday life. Like there, there's a line from Home Alone that I have been quoting with my daughter. I do it all the time. Right. I do it in the silliest situations. Let me just make sure it's not on my... My list on here, real quick. Uh, no, it's not on my top ten. Great, um, but I quote it all the time. So like this, and also a lot of the lines that stick in my head are not necessarily lines that the famous I ones would share on this show. Sure, sure. they're a little blue. Sure, we'll just sure. say maybe I'll share some of them on the Patreon yeah, episode, yeah. so that way you guys can get a little hint of, of some of my favorite lines. But this one was hard because I just love Christmas movies. It was trying to find find the balance between comedy, yeah, and, yeah, and, and heartfelt, films. yeah, yeah. Wait, what was the line from Home Alone though that you quote all the time? Well, hold on, I think it's on my. Is it in your Patreon list? It's on my Patreon. Okay, list. Well, yeah. you have to listen to Patreon. You got to go. I'll Patreon. tell you yeah. one that was not on my list, but I quote all the time. Yeah, which is from, and I may have talked about this before, uh, from the Polar Express. That one point they say the first gift of Christmas, oh. right? And my family uses that about everything like if we're yeah. <laughs> if we're putting food down at the table <laughs> and like my son like gets the first like piece of garlic bread or something he'll be like the first garlic bread of dinner <laughs> <laughs> and he does and we do that about and everything. it didn't make your list it didn't make my list wow. i have other i have other uh polar express ones on my list so do i but we should jump into Ooh, it okay let's, let's do it. it i'm ready All right, here we go Yes. Top 10 lines from Christmas movies. All right. Starting at number 10. This is a great one. Very short line. Okay. But I feel like really encapsulates Christmas, which is what I was going for as much as I could from these. All right. Number 10 from Miracle on 34th Street. Okay. The line is, I believe. I believe. It's silly, but I believe. Oh. I love that line. It's said by uh, the little girl. I can't remember what her name is right now. Um, doesn't matter. You know who we're talking about. Uh, and she's sitting there on a little bench, and she's saying, I believe, I believe. It's silly, but I believe. I just love that grouping of words mm. that she's saying, I believe, but she's also, which is sort of the whole crux of her character. Right. She's like too aware as a child, mm. you know, and too grown up. And she's saying, it's silly, but I believe. That is like, we should put that on a t-shirt. It's oh, silly, but I believe. Yeah. Because it, it just is like, that is such a great way to think about how we should think about Christmas. Mm. You know, you got to believe it may feel silly to yourself or to the people around you, but if you just lean into that faith and that belief of magic and goodness, good things will happen oh, in your season. So good. Yeah. That's my number 10. I, 
That's great. And and we should share that this is part one yes. of our top 10. So we're going to do 10 through six in this episode and then part two, which will come out later this week. Yep. Uh, or if you're just catching up now is available for you now. Uh, that'll be our five through one. And if you want to hear our 11 through 15, all you have to do is subscribe on Spotify or Apple or join our Patreon. That's yeah. the way to get access to these bonus episodes. And, and this is one I think you're going to want to subscribe for yeah. just because my 11 through 15 could be... Solid. 10 through 6. Yes, absolutely. Uh, all right. So I, I, when you said this one's short and sweet and captures Christmas, I 100% thought you were going to have the same sure. number 10 as me. Um, so my number 10 comes from that classic movie, A Christmas Carol. Mm. And the line is, and this comes from uh, Scrooge, yes. is, I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all the year. I love that quote. Yeah. I, that was on my list. It didn't make my list, but it was ones that I, that I didn't, so I'm glad you said it. Oh, it's it's so good. And Christmas Carol is is one that I feel like has grown on me mm-hmm. over the years. I think when you're a kid and like, you know, this old character. Do you have a favorite version of Christmas Carol? 100% I do. Which is? Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah, oh, that's a great one. I mean, I we talked about this on season one, how I felt like I rediscovered yeah, Muppet Christmas Carol, yeah. Last Christmas, where for some reason it just was never one of those movies that was on rotation for me at the holiday season. And then last year I started watching it with my daughter and I watched it a couple times. Yeah. Dude, I watched it like three months ago. Yeah. I was riding on my Peloton. It's great. Watching Christmas Carol, specifically the Muppet, the Muppet version. Yeah. But that line of, I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it all the year. Which is what you've been talking about. I, I'm cutting you off. And no, I it's okay. But that you've been saying that over the last few weeks about like, how do we keep this sensation and this feeling that we have at Christmas time right. all the year? It's it's hard, but I think he says it here is that like honor it in your heart. Mm-hmm. I think it's heart. I think that is and when he says Christmas, I think he's talking about the spirit. Yes. I will honor this feeling. I will honor uh looking out for others. I will yeah. honor giving, you mm-hmm. know, putting others before myself, being more aware of the world around me. I will honor that feeling. Yeah. That thing that we talk about so much at the holiday season, I will honor that in my heart, yeah. and I will try. I like that he says, and I will try, because it, it speaks, I think, to who Scrooge is, because if he says, and I will, you're like, dude, yesterday, you were a horrible person. Right. And now, all of a sudden, you're just like a saint? Yeah. Granted, he had a very specific experience sure. with three ghosts, or I guess four ghosts, technically, because uh, of Jacob Marley, but I think he he's flawed still, and he knows that he's a human, and he's going to do his best to try to keep that the whole yeah. year around. And I think we have to give ourselves that grace to know that like, you know, we t- as you said, we talk about this all the time, like the spirit of Christmas, like there might be times in May where you're just not feeling it, right? feeling that spirit. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. You might wake up tomorrow and now you're back in the spirit. So I think, you know, all we can do is try. Yeah. And, and that's what I love about that line. It just feels very, very human. I love that. To me. And that's why I came out of number 10. Great selection. Great selection. All right, moving right along here. My number nine selection is from a movie that I have to confess I've only seen once. Loved it. Only saw it once. Okay. But when I was going through some lists of lines and thinking about it, this came across and I was like, that is a great line. I remembered it from the the film. The film is called Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey. It came out last year. Yes. And it's the story of a toy maker who his, uh, I think his his granddaughter comes to visit him Mm -hmm. and then there's some magic and it's great. Um, But the quote is from the character of Geronicus, who's the toy maker. Mm -hmm. And it's near the end of the film and he says... Never be afraid when people can't see what you see. 
only be afraid if you no longer see it. And that is great. Such like, a great line. It's said by Forrest Whitaker in, in the film. Yeah. And it just is, you know, there's that sentiment is in a lot of holiday movies mm-hmm. of like, you know, even if the world around you starts to not believe, you got to hold on to the faith of it. Yeah. But it's true. And that's what, you know, I think, especially people that are listening to this podcast, are most likely are striving for, mm-hmm. you know? And it's keeping that magic and that sense of wonder that you have, especially as a child, and how can you hold on to that and honor it and inspire it in others and in your own children, that sense of, like, wonder is really the best word, you know? I was trying to think of a better word than wonder, but it really is wonder. It's that magic that feels all around you, and you have to have your heart be open to it Mm-hmm. to accept it. And I love that he's saying, you know, it don't worry if other people around you get cynical and they can't see it. Right. All you can really control is your own feelings and your own thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so if you can try to keep that sense of wonder and magic in your life, it'll be good for you. So, I agree. Yeah. I, I feel like that movie is is underrated. And if you haven't yeah. seen it yet, please go watch it because it's his granddaughter because yeah. the, the story, not to spoil too much, but he's a toy maker and this great creation that he comes up with, somebody steals it from him. Yeah. And so he becomes very cynical about yeah. like toys and creativity because he's an inventor. Yeah. And then his granddaughter comes and sort of like reignites that love yeah and i don't again don't want to spoil anything it's but, great uh it's it's such a great movie and you definitely need to go check it out uh so glad you had that on your list Thank um you. number nine for me is from a movie that i think i watched all the way through for the first time ever last holiday season okay and i did it because we were doing our top 10 christmas movies yeah. and i was like well i have to watch this movie because it always gets put in number one sure and I was like, I didn't even think about putting it on my list. <laughs> and so this line stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. It's from A Wonderful Life. Yes. And the line is, strange, isn't it? Each man's life touches so many other lives. When he isn't around, he leaves an awful hole, doesn't he? Great. Such Said a by great... Clarence the Angel. Yes. Or soon-to-be angel. Yes. Yeah. He finally gets his... Yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> For people who haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life... Clarence might get his wings. Uh, but it's it's an interesting thought. And I think we we as humans inevitably find ourselves asking the question at some point or another in our lives. Maybe it's when we're younger. Maybe it's as you get a little bit older. Are these crises that we sort of go through, you know, in our teen years, 20s, midlife, end of life, you start wondering, like, would, would people notice if I wasn't here? You know, and that's obviously a big part of the story of It's a Wonderful Life is... Uh, is for him to realize that he has played a pivotal role. Even in his simple life. In his simple life, that he is a cog. He is a very important cog in not like a machine in the sense of like the capitalistic nature, but in the machine of humanity. Yeah. And, you, you know, I think we've talked about this on the show before, about like the ripple effect that you can sort of cause in life and you know you may not see it directly but every interaction that you have from uh being nice to the person at the coffee shop to you know somebody stumbles and you're there to help them up yeah that impacts that person's life and then through that that person carries that out into the world for better or worse yeah and this idea that 
you know, even though we may not directly see the impact that we have, I think our, this show really, Eric, has become a representation of that for me is that, you know, all these people who've reached out and shared with us what our show has meant to them as they've navigated challenging times in their life, to be able to have this thing that brings them joy. Honestly, I didn't think once about that when you and I first sat down to record our first episode last year. And to be fully transparent, going into season two, I think it made me a bit nervous. Sure. Knowing that we've become important important to people. Yeah. And you feel responsibility, which I think has encouraged us to make this show even bigger and yeah. better and more exciting and more representative of all the ways that we celebrate the holiday season. So anyway, I'm, I'm getting very deep uh, I, out of the gates here. I got a great but, thing to play for you Okay, that I saw on TikTok a couple weeks ago, Okay, and I'd saved it, and it really applies to this quote. I'm just going to play the audio for it and uh, just listen to what this guy said. All right. I discovered a word that really hits you right in the feels. I'm trying to read it with, uh, <laughs> with composure. Sonder, noun. The realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own. Mm. Populated with their own ambitions, friends, routines, worries, and inherited craziness. An epic story that continues invisibly around you. Mm. Like an anthill sprawling deep underground with elaborate passageways to thousands of other lives that you'll never know existed, Mm. in which you might appear only once as an extra sipping coffee in the background, (laughs) as a blur of traffic passing on the highway, as a lighted window at dusk. Great. The word is sonder. Oh my gosh. Isn't that great? I already have tears in my eyes. Doesn't it sort of like this idea that like we are all connected and like if you take somebody out of anything, there is a space that is gone and it is noticeable. Yeah. And I just love that. Love that. Great, yeah. great quote. Oh, man. I will say it was on my list, so I may have to make it a mid, <laughs> mid-list adjustment. All right, here we go. Uh, my number, we're to my number eight, correct? Yes. All right, my number eight. This is, um, I, I'm going to sneak in an extra one. I, so oh, I have two here. I have right. two, but all I'll right. tell you which, okay, here's what I'll say. It's from Christmas Story, okay. which I love. I could have gone with, you'll shoot your eye out, kid, right? Because it's just a classic encapsulates the whole movie that there's like he's ralph he's living in this world where everyone is seemingly like pushing the magic away and saying you'll shoot your eye out kid like it's done so well so i love that line i never thought about that line in that way yeah i never thought about it like people pushing the magic away that's how i always felt for him that that ralphie is full of hope and like i just want to get this one thing and everybody's like no no it's dangerous no that hits in a whole you know different way yeah right so I'm not choosing that. The okay. line that I'm choosing is just because it's one of my favorite lines <laughs> ever. Um, it is when Ralphie comes back to his parents in a flashback sequence or a flash forward sequence, I okay. guess. And he's now blind and he's begging for um, donations. So he has a cane and, little, and glasses and he's got a little cup and he's like begging for money. And the parents, because it's his like imagination of what they would be like in the past or in the future, mm-hmm. are like, oh, my gosh. Ralphie, what's wrong? How did you go blind? What's happened to you, son? Oh my gosh, tell us what was it? How did you go blind? And he goes, It was, it 
twas so poisoning. <laughs> Which is the best line. And the way that he says it is so great. Yeah. And it's obviously in reference to his mom has just given him, washed out his mouth with soap because he was swearing when he right. was beating up the bully. But I just love, it. just the melodramatic part of it <laughs> is so fun to me. I also love, this is very specific, but that he says, it's like he says, soap poisoning. It's almost as if he doesn't put the P on soap. He only puts it on poisoning. Like soap poisoning and oh, i don't know why uh, yeah. i love that but i uh my family always loves that line so it was it was so poisoning <laughs> is uh my number eight selection from uh christmas story so good all right eric i i love that i i honestly i think i've only watched christmas story once i, know, I think we talked about yeah. that last year when we had you know scott schwartz who yeah. played flick yeah. uh in the movie came on uh came on our show which you have if you haven't listened to that episode yet go back and listen to that he shares some really fun stories yeah. of what it was like uh being in that iconic christmas film and what it took for that film to become what it's become classic, today that, yeah. that's a really fun sort of insight that we got from scott uh but yeah so like the lines from that movie i think you know a major award sticks out in my mm -hmm. mind. Uh, you'll Fragile. shoot your eye out. Yeah, Frigile. It must be Italian. Did I did I ever tell you that I knew that word Frigile before I ever saw Christmas really? Story? Really? Like you'd heard you'd heard Fragile as Frigile? Did I ever tell you where? No. So as you know, I directed sixty plus episodes of the show Storage Wars. Yes. And so often, uh, two of our buyers, Jared and Brandy, whenever they would be going through units and they'd be opening boxes, they'd be like, oh, fragile. And I was like, oh, that's become like their little catchphrase right. on the show. And I never once asked them why they said fragile right. all the time. And then when I was watching Christmas Story, I was like, oh, oh that is why they were saying fragile. It was great. not original at all. Uh, they were stealing it. Uh, but anyway, okay, moving right along. Uh, number eight for me, apparently I'm coming out of the gates with all emotional I love that. lines. I, I think it's, I'm in a different head and heart space. I feel sure. like season two, season two, Danny is a little bit <laughs> he's deeper. more, he's a little deeper. Yeah. yeah he's lived some life. Deep you Danny. Know? Deep Danny. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Uh, maybe not. Um, all right. Number eight for me, uh, from thoughtful Danny, uh, is going to be, uh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to act it out. Yeah. We haven't acted. Oh, no. you acted yours out. You acted your I last one. A little one. bit, okay. yeah. I love the cadence of this line. Okay. If you look for it, I've got a sneaky feeling you'll find that love is actually all around. Oh, <laughs> another one of mine. Is it really? <laughs> oh my gosh! It's so good. You yeah. talk about it though. Uh, so I, it's it's not often. What's it from? So it's from Love Actually, yes, and it's it's Hugh Grant who is doing like this narration at the top of the film, and they've got all these people sort of like connecting to that that TikTok video that you just yes. posted of all these people hugging, embracing, at kissing. Uh, yes, I think it's mostly Heathrow, Heathrow right? Yeah. Um, and he's talking about like this idea of love and and this notion that like it, you'll find that love is actually all around, all around. It's such a great moment. It's such a great like opening for that movie. And I feel like it's almost sort of like the overture that sets the tone for like all these people from different walks of life that are somehow connected to each other. I also love that though all those people seem to be real people. Like that yes. was th that was like real, not actors, like real people at Heathrow re 
joining their families or whatever at the holidays and being so excited. Yes. But then we have the characters of the movie. But I love that it's saying, like, it's really, you're right, it's, it's a great overture. So what stands out to me about that monologue is they reference 9-11 yeah. and they talk about the, the Twin Towers, towers and down. the towers coming down and the messages that people received. And, you know, he says they were messages of love. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was really the first time, because that wasn't long. That was like 2003, 2004, yeah. I think yeah. is when that movie came out. And it wasn't long. It was still very after, fresh in everyone's And mind, people yeah. hadn't really figured out how to talk about it yet. And I, I thought that it was really nice the way that they integrated that into into that monologue. And it, it really just sets up the movie beautifully. And it, and it sort of like makes me think of all the times when I've been waiting at the receiving line at the airport for a loved one to come back or when I've come back and, you know, my loved ones are there waiting for me to give me a hug and a kiss and... And that's the spirit of the season, right? Mm -hmm. is, is love and being yeah. with those that, that we love most. And I, I feel like that line really captured. I love that we have all these repeats. I didn't say it earlier, but I had that jingle jangle line Did you? on my list as well. So there I'll be go. calling uh, I'll be calling, I'm calling it audible. Calling. I yeah, love that. Exactly. Um, all right. So my, uh, I love that selection. My number Thank seven uh, is from, this is a great one. It's a short one, but okay. a good one. From Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Jim Carrey version. Okay. And maybe this is your <laughs> next one as well. And what I love about it is I love the way that it's said in the film but then I also love how you could say it if you just read the lines mm. on a shitty paper. Okay. How it's said in the film is by the Grinch saying, Blast that Christmas music. It's joyful and triumphant, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. But I also love that you could be like, Blast that joy, uh, yes. blast that Christmas music. It's joyful and triumphant. So I love it either yeah. way. Um, but that was my number seven line. I just think it's so great. Jim Carrey was so good as the Grinch and really just like, you know, had the great quality of being such a a Grinch and a and a and a grump, but then you know you could see that his heart was about to grow three right. sizes, and it's just a classic story, classic film. I love that moment. Obviously, we've talked about music so many times mm -hmm. and how important it is to the season. So I I loved uh, I love that that line. I mean, who else could have played the Grinch in the live action? I don't know. Just him. I can't think of another actor. Maybe like, you know, maybe like a Martin Short, like yeah. back when he was a bit yeah, younger. Sure, I'm yeah. just thinking of somebody who has that ability to have that plastic face. Yes. And and that's the thing about his face is like, I saw an interview with Jim Carrey where he was talking about how, you know, kids will come up to him and be like, are you the Grinch? And he'll be like, he can make his, he can pull his like smile up in that way that it yeah. was in the film. Like that, that was not, prosthetics that's his face is so rubbery and he it's was incredible. like yes i am the grinch you know it's so great he's he's brilliant and i you know he's given us so many iconic characters yeah. over the years and obviously the grinch is one of them and and scrooge he's a uh, that's another christmas one his version of christmas that's Carol. right that one was a little it's quirky, interesting yeah. because it was like motion capture where like he did the performance with the dots on his face yeah. but then it's animated um but it's good. It's it's a nice like classic retelling of Christmas Carol. If okay. you haven't seen the Jim Carrey version of it, check it out. You can't go wrong with Jim Carrey. Like I can't think even his movies that people consider to be questionable, like Cable Guy. Great movie. Still funny. Great. Movie. So many yeah. quotas. Yeah. Cable Guy. Cable Guy. I made us. Uh, I need a scramby eggs and juice. <laughs> anyway, all right. <laughs> 
Don't don't get me started. I, I will go quoting non-Christmas mm. movies all day long. All right, number seven for me is uh, from a film that you've already shared here today, Miracle on 34th Street. Mm-hmm. This line comes from Chris Kringle. Mm-hmm. The line is, oh, Christmas isn't just a day. It's a frame of mind. And that's what's been changing. That's why I'm glad I'm here. Maybe I can do something about it. Mm. It's so good. Maybe so I should good. have done it in, a, in an accent. Uh, no, it was good. It was good. But was what I love, this goes back to what we were talking about with my number 10, with, you know, I will honor Christmas in my heart and try to keep it uh, all the year. You know, this idea of like Christmas being a frame of mind and this idea that it's been changing. Yeah. I feel like that line is so apropos yeah. today. Um, there's even like a line in that movie where they talk about like, like isms and like there's horrible like the world is full of like horrible isms and yeah. the, one of the worst is consumerism yeah and i just i feel like that movie it just has so many nuggets within it and this idea that he's like i'm glad i'm here because i hope that i can do something about it yeah and again this goes back to our show you know we, we, when we get this feedback from people like m and and all these other people who've reached out to us with dms whether we've shared them on the show or not just saying what this show means to them yeah. I almost feel like we're capturing a little bit of that. They're like, I'm glad we're here. Yeah. Because we're know, a stopgap. Yeah. We're a stopgap. Yeah. Okay. I'll take that. You know, like, isn't yeah. that what they call like something to, that stops something from going, from receding? Like it's your stop. It's like a. What is the definition of stopgap? Because I guess when I think of stopgap, you're probably right. Because you are, you are the word. Smith on this show. You're always sharing a temporary way of dealing with a problem or satisfying a need. Yes. Yeah. I and and I'll go a step further is I think we are satisfying a need, but I think you know that that temporary word is interesting in there because we can't do the work, sure, for the people, right, who might be listening to the show and and want to recapture the the spirit of the you know the holidays or you know are dealing with challenges in their life, but maybe we are that that spoonful of sugar that helps the medicine go down, mm-hmm. as it were. Um, maybe, maybe we are that, and and maybe we help to remind you of the love of the season, where you know life happens and and life can be hard. We we all have gone through so much, and if we can help to remind you to dust off those Christmas memories, as it were, to help you to see them for what they really were, mm-hmm. to see and why they're important. To you. Yeah, to see that they actually brought you joy. Yeah. Um, I love being that. Yeah. I, I love that we have become that for so many people. And I think that's why that that line uh, resonates with me. And frankly speaking, like this show has become that for me. Yeah. You know, last year was in a bad headspace, but this show helped me. And all the people who listen to it, who have shared kind words, um, helped me and, and, and have filled my heart. So I just, I want to say a thank you. I love that. Yeah. Love that. Um, all right. We're to my number six, which... I will say my number six was strange, isn't it? Uh, uh, each man's life touches so many other lives. When he isn't around, he leaves an awful hole, doesn't he? Which was from Wonderful Life. So I'm going to change it on the fly okay. to a different line from Wonderful Life, Okay, which also are, is great. There's really three you could choose from. Right. You got, you want the moon, Mary? I'll give you the moon. <laughs> right? That's a great one. I also love the, I wish I had a million dollars. Hot dog. 
<laughs> which is like just the thing that he's do you remember that part from the movie vaguely yes as a kid he does it and then it shows that he does it even as an adult mm. he walks into the um the oh, general store yes, and he yes, like yes. grabs a i don't even know what it is it's like a handle or something and he goes i wish i had a million dollars hot dog that's right and he's like making a wish and he does it his whole life yes but my favorite line besides you know if you give uh, uh every time a bell rings and the strange isn't it is i love the way that he says Merry Christmas, you old building and loan. <laughs> I love the way that he says, you old building and loan, which is his, you know, as a refresher, if you haven't watched it in a while, right. is the business that he worked at and his father had run. And it's at the end of the movie when he finally has come to the realization that, like, where, where he lives and how he lives and what his life means is important and is beautiful and is wonderful. And I just love as he's running through the snow and he's trying to get back to his family. Merry Christmas, Bedford Falls. Merry Christmas, you old building and loan. <laughs> it's just so great. It's so perfectly Jimmy Stewart. So uh, that would be on the fly, my number six. I love that. And I love your Jimmy. I'm Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. I, I feel like whenever I do Jimmy Stewart, I'm doing like Jim Carrey. Doing Jimmy. <laughs> doing Jimmy I feel like I have a horrible habit of doing people doing like whenever i do george bush sure i'm doing dana carvey sure yeah yeah doing well that's hard to do i mean i think that sometimes uh an impression can become so widespread that you're yeah like, well that's how you have to do it you know? i actually did it the other day yeah i did my george bush I was george like, bush one yes wouldn't be prudent wouldn't be prudent not, not gonna this, do it not at this juncture <laughs> Like I was thousand points of light. I was doing it <laughs> to my kid. I, like probably, they're gonna get the reference. Yeah, not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Oh, uh, uh, anyway, that's that's hysterical. Anyway, Dana Carvey, love him so much. Uh, all right, so number six, which is gonna close us out for yeah. this episode. So if you're loving what you're hearing, please. Make sure you rate and review. Uh, if you're not following us on social media, please make sure you do that at Christmas Countdown Show on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, now YouTube. Now YouTube. And then if you want to follow us on Twitter, for the time being, at XmasPod. Let that sink in. Uh, and if you want even more, Eric and Danny. Make sure you subscribe on uh, on Apple or Spotify or join our Patreon so you can become a part of the most massively merry community I've ever met in my life. Um, anyway. Number six, I decided I'm going to go with a comedic one Okay. here. Now, this comes from one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. And it's actually a quick exchange between two sure. characters. It's from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. There are so many lines that so I would love to choose from this movie. So many of them, I cannot say on a, uh, <laughs> a clean kids and family yes. uh, oh, okay. podcast. But this one is clean. Uh, and it is when they are out... Uh, looking for the Griswold family Christmas tree. And Russ says to Clark, he says, Dad, this tree won't fit in our backyard. And Clark quips back with, it's not going in the yard, Russ. It's going in the living room. <laughs> it's so good. It's, oh, oh, it's, it's a great line. I had so it on fun. my list, too. It's Did so, you really? Yes, oh, my yes. gosh. I had it. I'll tell you right now where I had it. Oh, my god! I gosh. had it at number four. It was Whoa! Oh You're going to get to come up with a bunch of yeah, new ones. some new for ones five for the next episode. One, which is all the more reason for people to come back to for part out, yeah. uh, part two, which will be dropping later this week. I just, I, I love Christmas Vacation. I think, you know, Chevy Chase in that role is absolute yes. perfection. Like, I literally had, like, nine lines that I wanted to choose. And some of them will be in my 11 sure. through through 15. Um, but there's, and there are moments, like when we first, started, 
started this list, the first line I wrote down was a line from Christmas Vacation. And I can say it because it doesn't, there's no bad words in it. It's just, there's this line, you know, when he's at the department store Mm -hmm. and he's like having that interaction with the lady behind the counter. Yeah. And he goes off and off and off. And then like Russ sort of sees him across the department store and he comes walking over and she's like, see, can't see the line. And and Clark looks over at Russ. He goes, can't see the line, Russ. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, it's such a great moment. Oh, it's, it's, it's a classic. And I absolutely, I love it and I cherish it. I love it. Um, Which I will bring this up that if you are in Southern California, I did hear recently that the Griswold family house is going to be torn down. Oh, it's so W. Oh, yes, because it's on the back lot. It's at the ranch at the WB. So I don't know if they're offering tours, but if you're in the Southern California area, it's also the diehard house. So I haven't gone. And I text my dad who used to work security at WB. And I was like, I I got to get on. Yeah. Even if Eric and I can go and like record a little episode out in front of that, be be super cool. So if you can get over there before that little neighborhood gets destroyed, uh, make sure you do it because it's it's a part of Christmas history. Absolutely. Christmas mystery. Chris mystery. Mm. Ooh. Mm. But is that Chris mystery like the mystery of Christmas? Yeah. Or Chris history. Chris history. Chris history. Oh my gosh. This is going Let's down. wrap it up. Let's wrap it up <laughs> before we make up any more words. Um, thank you so much for listening. This was episode number seven. Top 10 lines from Christmas movies. 10 through 6. Make sure you come back later in the week for episode 208. Yes. which will be numbers 5 through 1. And as we said, if you want to hear 11 through 15, uh, subscribe to the Patreon or on Apple or Spotify. All the places, yeah. But thank you so much for listening. We hope this in, uh, was enjoyable for you. And uh, come back for the next one. And as we say on every episode of the Christmas Countdown Show, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. See you on the next one, everybody. Bye-bye. See ya. See ya.